how to know when you're feeding into the masses, you're eating the same shit that they're eating. As much as I would love to just jump into gender, I really have to proceed with intro to entry when it comes to gender. There's a lot of taboo things that I've avoided talking about on this podcast that will be included in gender. And this is not, I don't believe in trigger warnings, really. If I've done them in the past, it was to see how it could work. And they don't really work. What I do believe in is the, and what I teach here, is the preparation, the preparing you for explicit content that we don't talk about, that we avoid with gender because we, as individuals, see ourselves on an individual basis. We want to think that our selves are better. We play the better than black or white, all or nothing game. We don't stop to see many nuances, many different types of things. And to break this down, we start with identity. All of us have had a problem with identity and it's based on what we gravitate towards. So if some of us gravitate towards relationships and we find that all our lives we've done relationships differently, such as myself, like I'm putting myself on the line, I've done relationships very differently than most people in society, including romantic relationships, including spiritual interactions, including just a lot of different deep-rooted um, ways in which i found to be a lot more of a natural flow could result in emotions, but more of a kind of being myself. It's like you can flow in and out of something. You can kind of zoom in and out. It's like... You're being individually, choosingly collective. And again, we'll get to that because gender and relationship sort of tie together to a certain extent for some. And then for others, gender and individuality tie together. So it's, it's going to be a very deep episode. It's going to take a lot of time to create and I'm preparing you. Are you going to be ready to open up to different possibilities, to open up to some different things that maybe you've never heard of or thought of, some different points of view. And this isn't actually, they may not even oppose your points of view, but you're so ready. You tensed up. 
when you heard different points of view. Your legs must have tensed up, your arms. Your chest could have started hurting. Because you're so ready to be, whether you're a male or female for that matter, like you're so ready to be defensive. And in the way that I do philosophy, it's definitely based on experience and it's based on the people that I know that I interact with. I'm not necessarily, as much as I admire a lot of the dead philosophers, I'm not necessarily sitting here reciting their work. There's a lot of beautiful work out there of people finding 18th century work, finding, and, and, and even beneath that and finding work that you can really get educated on as to like Greek philosophy, which I love um, in a lot of ways. Well, when I was much younger, I had a, more of a memorization of like, this is Greek, this is Plato, this is, you know, I don't, it could even be the same thing. <laughs> I don't really care anymore. Like, this is German philosophy, this is etc. right? I don't even do that anymore because... The way that the show is done is it's so such a busy experience. It's so meta that you almost get the impression, and you could actually be right, you almost get the impression when I do this show, you almost get the impression that I overly think. Most people are going to do the, I'm going to research this topic. I'm going to look up this person. They're they're too scared to like talk about themselves. They think it makes them sound stupid. Um they think it makes them and 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 if you think that then the show may not be for you if you think that this is not useful in a sense or you think this is stupid. But this is different. This is like philosophy that is different because it's based on experience. It's getting out of the armchair. So when we talk about gender, we're not going to be doing whiteboards and theories. And now to structure real life examples, there's a way in which you can do that without giving out a lot of privacy, but also relating that you have had experience in observing or involvement in this without giving away your exact, this is what I did, this is what they did, etc. Or you could do it in such a way where you are telling your story in a manner that is fitting to your message so that you're understanding the purpose behind why you did what you did. Because when you understand your self-control and you understand your discipline, sometimes that means letting things go into flow. So if you're playing an instrument, the way that you play that instrument, maybe it's a flute, maybe it's a piano, Maybe it's um, something electronic like a DJ pad. Maybe it's a singing bowl. Maybe it's a guitar. Whatever it is, like, you're not going to sit there and overthink every fucking note, right? You're not going to sit there and overthink every spin. You're not going to sit there and overthink every breath inside the flute or trumpet or whatever. You're not going to sit there and overthink every key. Something within you is going to flow, and you're just going to play and you're just going to express it. It doesn't mean that anything has to lead to shit, anything. It just means you're enjoying whatever this flow of expression is and there's a melody to it in life. This could be in 
many different ways besides music, but music is just the most probably understandable example because it's always in your face. It's always in your ears. It's always in your head. There's a song in your head right now, I can guarantee you. It could be an instrumental. It could be a um, somebody singing, whatever it is. There's a song in your head, I can guarantee it right now because we are an artful species and there are just some things in nature that you cannot shut away that you cannot repress you can do it in the time of your own self and not share but there are just some things even by yourself especially by yourself that you'll never be able to repress and it doesn't mean that we should all get emotional. Sometimes logic comes in melodies. And so... There is almost an agape or a... Which is the Greek term for love, which I think a lot of us forgot about, which is loving overall everybody um, for the sake of love and there's almost an agape towards each other that we constantly want to warn each other and stop each other from getting hurt all the time and stop each other from making mistakes and stop each other from being the bad guys and stop each other from being the victims and stop each other from being It's like being so unsure of something that when you know the fucking answer is right and you say, oh, it's this one. All right, here we go. No, 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 maybe I should. No, no, you're fucking right. It's that one, right? Instead of just being okay with it, maybe you're right sometimes. Maybe you're not other times, but that it is what it is. And when... You're flowing with the answer. You're flowing with, there's kind of an answer there. There is kind of like, I actually know this based on this, this, and this. Even if it's like a very factual, logical answer. Like, I know these foods actually would not be good together in this instance, but they would be good together in this other instance. Or, I know this word would make a lot of sense in this context somehow or whatever it is but then oh no i'm not sure that i'm not so sure that we should go with this just because of the possibility that i could be wrong just because of the possibility that there might be an inaccuracy we all we do this and, and do you understand how much pain you're putting yourself through by doing this And for what? What good is this doing for you? Is it protecting you? Is it shortcutting so you don't have to feel pain? Is it removing suffering? Is it attachment to emptiness? Is it, maybe it's for a good reason, like I'm not going to allow myself to get distracted. That's a good reason. That's a useful reason. But no matter how hard you try sometimes, sometimes there is something that will come up 
and you have to pause and resume in life and you have to come back and zoom in. I do it on this podcast, like, I guarantee you all the time in the next five minutes there could be something that I have to pause and I have to come back to this. I have either abandoned or put other episodes on the back burner by doing this. And some of you who are creators who live different lives and things like that will will see that's that's why you don't live this life. That's why you shouldn't live this life. That's why you shouldn't have chose this life. It's not so easy, is it? We've all done it as creators because we want to be attached to something. I can guarantee you I've done it. I can guarantee you I've done it yesterday. I've done it last week. I've done it a month ago. Because as humans, we have biases. And even if the decisions we have made are not even complete yet and we can adjust and we can do other things and we can open up new ideas, we want to be right. So we uh, break down other people's decisions in life. We overthink about how other people live and manage their money and they only get so much far from it and maybe they even say thank you and it's not even it doesn't even feel like it's enough because you never even solve the problem like in my example about the girl living in her family's house with I think it was actually and I could have been totally inaccurate it was like a hundred dollars a month was given to her um and she could barely like function and she wanted to actually she was somebody who was more extroverted um, it wasn't like it was fully by choice. She was more extroverted and it was like she couldn't even go out without like her family being in every step of the way. Um, and it wasn't something she chose or wanted or any of that. And because like a lot of us have been avoiding, like we had a problem with avoiding our own life and getting our own shit together at the time. And I was using that as an example and I meant to go into the not over worrying and instead I went into telling the pretty much the whole like story to kind of get some of you on board with some of the taboo topics but really what that is meant to imply is that we get it so engrossed and involved and overly invested in somebody else's life because we made what better choices than they did that's uh what we did right there what i did right there was moralize but we all do to a certain degree. We moralize the benefits or the protections or the somehow it makes you more powerful not to just go with your emotions when it could actually make you more powerful to ride through your emotions and then get off at another stop and move on. It doesn't even mean your emotions have to lead to anything. It doesn't mean that your emotions even have to count for anything or that they even have to be right. But we have not been taught to ride through the emotions, unidentify that we are not the emotion. We've told ourselves and other people this, but we forgot. And it's just easier to, like with food, for instance, we get overly stuck on, like, I will be damn well disciplined 
and drink water. But what if there's actually such a thing as too much water? And not enough other vitamins in your body. But we don't want to see that. We want to see, no, I've sobered up and I'm healthy. And I this is my way of having discipline for making up my body for all those years of non-discipline. Being hard on yourself for no reason. Just to... I'll talk about my own kind of health in another episode. Because I think it's very interesting what you've learned about yourself. Um, but being hard on yourself just to deal with your past and you feel like you're going to erase your past somehow or that you even need to erase your past somehow as if you're just wrong for making it through something. You're just fucking wrong for surviving something. Maybe you're surviving a choice you made that you wish you hadn't made. Maybe you're surviving a dangerous thing that you did and you wish you hadn't done that dangerous thing, but You don't have to wish this because it's not one of those controllable things that you can control. And there are emotions that will come up the more you try to tell yourself not to have emotions. It's like a pink elephant. Don't think about the pink elephant. You're going to think about a pink elephant. Don't have a song in your head right now. You're not allowed to have any kind of music going on in your head, but you're going to have music going on in your head. It could be the same song that's been on repeat. It could be a new one. It could be a spinning mix of different songs that you've been playing. Just something to think about before we get in deep into gender. Either way, take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other. And uh, let's see where this goes next.